Journal and sunjournal.com. It's Randy Whitehouse, who stayed awake last night, was awake last night driving home from the office when Joe Castiglione fell out of his chair. <sighs> As Andrew Benintendi awesome. made a diving catch. I, I can't believe you are so excited. I heard that call, and I'm like, really? This is this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. This is what we're celebrating right now. That was, that was like, that's my favorite call of all time. Number one, it was it wasn't scripted, which... I fear some Red Sox calls in the past have been. Yeah, <laughs> like a few uh, of them have been. Yeah, yeah, it's quite apparent. But that was completely non-scripted, and and just you know, you, the the first thing is you know you, you, you know he's describing the play, so you're picturing Ben Tendy making a diving catch, and then you're picturing Joe Castiglione sitting on the floor with his with his headset dangling somewhere. Five feet away. It was uh, it was a great call. That's that's probably going to go down as his uh, as his signature call, most likely. I don't know if that's good or bad for him. I think it's good personally. Talking with Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal, SunJournal.com. Yeah, it was uh, that was something last night. That whole game was something. Now, last night you and I went back and forth on Twitter a little bit, and, and you told me to to quiet down because of the Jeffrey Mayer thing. But I, I want to point out two key differences here. Okay. One, Jeffrey Mayer is a kid, okay, and he was, and he was like Chris an Farley, obnoxious, an obnoxious, Yankee, an obnoxious fan Yankee fan kid who, like, he was like Veruca Salt in the in the he was the male version of Veruca Salt in Willy Wonka, okay. I want a baseball now, so you could just tell when Chris Farley plays you in the Saturday Night Live skit, like that's that's silliness. So, I mean, Tarasco's camped out under it. Now, there's still a very good possibility that Tarasco wouldn't have caught that because, well, he's Tony Tarasco. But in this situation, Mookie wasn't camped under the ball. He jumped into the freaking stands, okay? And the three, the photo from the Globe is really what gets me. You've got three guys that are all like trying not, or just praying that it doesn't hit their face. And then glove, Bet's gloves come in. He goes, they closed my glove. They're going for the ball. They're not going for your glove. And then for Joe West to call it the way he did, which was really not call it at all, just, well, I guess we'll just wait for wait for replay. And then for, for them to even say, well, he was out because of fan interference, and then they didn't eject the fan after fan interference. Like, the whole thing stunk. Like, it just stunk. And then they, the, the Houston loses by two runs. I mean, there's, that's just, I, I, that's terrible. That it, You can't, there's multiple layers of failure here. Like, regardless of, of, of who the fan is and who the team is and who the teams are involved, I just want the calls to be right. And that was clearly, clearly a two-run home run. Clearly. Yeah, I was gonna listen to WFAN this afternoon for some chat and Freud, but I don't think I need to anymore. That, you think you're good? The, the last thirty seconds were absolute pure nirvana. I just want to tell you. Uh, the, 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 he, first of all, I I don't disagree with you really on any of your points. Okay, thank no. you. That's and that's I'm not trying to be like obnoxious Red Sox hater here. Like that is not my job. If this had happened to the Red Sox last night, the other way around, I promise you, I would be on the warpath today because I hate this stuff. Hate it. <laughs> well, and you know, thank replay. You mentioned it. Thank replay because that's that's what we're in in pretty much every sport now. It's let me make a non-call so we can have it. You know, somebody will ask to have it checked, and then you know, go back and, and get it "quote unquote" right. Uh, so you know, that's that's the first uh, first mistake we have here in this situation. But 
you know, the thing is, you know, over time that that especially in Boston, you know, history warps the facts, and and over time these fans that that I think actively tried not to interfere with them, and, and like you said, you know, we're we're just trying not to get smacked in the face by a baseball. You know, over time they're going to be remembered as you know, you know, grabbing Mookie's wrist and trying to pull him into the stands and beating him on the head and. You know that kind of thing. So, but but you know, whether whether the fan reached over, whether he reached into the stand, I you know, who knows? You know, the I think the hero for the Red Sox, other than Joe West, is that security guard who blocked probably the best angle, camera <laughs> angle that they had on. Right? With his I mean, ass, of all things. It's like, here, here's the security guard's ass, and that's what would have told us. That's what would have given us the it. Here's the other thing, too. Major League Baseball, so technologically good. You mean to tell me you couldn't have had a camera set up a little higher that wasn't going to be blocked by a spectator? You couldn't have moved the camera up to, say, maybe eight feet instead of, like, where you had it and pointing down? Like, that blows me away, too. That's a whole other example. Well, as was pointed out on Twitter last night, you would think what the Astros would at least have a camera pointed there. I mean, they seem to have cameras pointing everywhere else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you would think so, but uh, they're probably afraid they're going to get called out on it. You know, I, I do find it amazing that the Astros are like the new cheaters and no one cares. But like when the Patriots do anything, it's on the Today Show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and that's, you know, if the Astros won, you know, uh, three or four World Series in the next five years, you know, maybe people would start to, to you know, be a little jealous of them and, and want to hold them accountable, too. But. Yeah, you know, it's also the the ridiculousness of of the rules. Uh, you know, I don't I don't uh, begrudge anybody who who calls the the Patriots cheaters as long as they know what actually happened, uh, as long as they acknowledge what actually happened. Then you know, the rest of it is just you know pure harmless uh, sports hate. You know, that, I don't have a, a big problem with that, but yeah. You know, you you talking about this and then bringing up Jeffrey Mayer, I'm starting to have like flashbacks to one of the worst images of my life, which is Richie Garcia pointing up like he's this little kid pointing up into the cupboard trying to get his mother to get his favorite type of uh, pudding cup because he can't reach it. I mean that, and, and then and then you know after you know this happens, all these jamokes from you know probably from the Bronx who are you know. Uh, parading Jeffrey Mayer around on their shoulders like he's some kind of conquering hero. That's that's the part of that that calls me. You know, that, and, and I guess, you know, we, we obviously, you know, the circumstances weren't the same for that that kind of situation last night. So there's probably not going to be quite as many images that haunt the uh, Astros fans or, or Yankees fans, but uh, that, that still stings to this day. Cause I think, you know, I think that Mayer call might have changed that series just as much as that call last night might have changed this series. And, and I think that's debatable. I think it's still, you know, it was early in the game. There was still a lot of runs scored after that. And a lot of things that, that were set in motion after that. But, you know, that, that's a debate for another day. You know, right now it's uh, 3-1, baby, and we got David Price going today to close it out. Oh, boy. There's no doubt in my mind today, Randy. I'm telling you right now. There's no doubt in my mind today that David Price goes six solid innings, three hits, no runs, uh, five strikeouts, one walk, no hit batsman, and just 
I don't expect this team to lose another game in this postseason. I don't expect them to lose to the Dodgers. I don't. Ex- I don't expect them to lose. I. Th- this is their season. Uh, last night showed me. There's. There's just. Remember the. I knew in 2001 that the Patriots had it when Troy Brown was called for being out of bounds on a fumble when he was knocked out on the sidelines and the ball was on his feet, but because his helmet was touching the out-of-bounds line, he was technically out of bounds. That is always the crap that would go against the Patriots. Always, 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 always. And even when that Tabucky Jones fumble recovery got called back in the Super Bowl, they still managed to overcome that and win. And you're like, you know what? This is their year. This is their time. This is their everything. You know, they're going to get this figured out. And then they didn't didn't win 2002, and then they come back and they win. You're like, all right, they're good. You, something starts. It was the same thing with the Yankees in 96, you know, and 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 that started a nice run for them. Now, I don't know how, lo- how long this run is going to last for the Red Sox because they've still got some major payroll issues, some major luxury tax things going on. But regardless, they're going to win the World Series this year. And regardless of how many heart attacks Craig Kimbrell gives you, Regardless of of what David Price says to Dennis Eckersley about anything, regardless of of whether Mookie Betts can catch the ball or not, whatever or it is, left arm is falling off. Yeah, it whether Chris Sale has the Ebola virus or not, like it doesn't it doesn't matter at this point. The Boston Red Sox are winning the World Series. That that's where it is. I I made that statement earlier this morning, and I will not back down from it. There's. I, this this game this series is over tonight, and the only thing they have left to do seriously is get David Price right. And if you're a Red Sox fan, I think you're rooting for David Price with all of your might tonight. Because if David Price can have a good start in this one and get you guys to the World Series, and then have one good start against the Dodgers in the World Series, then guess what? Somebody might overpay for him in the offseason. He might just opt out, and you might be off the hook for paying him. I, I'm kind of. I, I would like to actually just come down to Nathan Evaldi. I want. I want another nice twist in the back of the Yankee fans. Uh, you know, I just like. You know, cause all my life it was. You know, here's this ex Red Sox player. You know, Sparky Lyle or someone like that helping the Yankees for a World Series title. I've just been begging for once that an ex Yankee helps the Red Sox to it. Ramiro Mendoza doesn't count. He was called the embedded Yankee for a reason. But Nathan Evaldi being you know, essentially, outside of maybe Jackie Bradley, the, the MVP of this postseason, uh, you know, would be absolutely, you know, icing on the cake for me. I would absolutely love that. I am, uh, I've been rooting for the only thing left. There's only one thing left. And my only hope for any of this is that Dave Roberts and the Los Angeles Dodgers can pull one out of their rear end and, and beat the Red Sox. Because if that happens... The only thing there, to me, that would be the ultimate like cruel twist because then every time moving forward, someone mentions Dave Roberts, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that steal was great, but remember we beat us in the beat us in the World Series." It would ruin that. It's kind of like when when people talk about the Aaron Boone home run, like that one's ruined for me now. To me, that is the absolute moment that the Yankees dynasty ended. That was it. Like that was the little last bit of ridiculousness that always favored the Yankees in that series. And sure enough, that's what happened. And now. Full circle, Aaron Boone is once again screwing up the Yankees because now he's the manager, so he can screw them up even worse. And it's that—that that was the difference between those two teams this year. It was—it was the managers. It was so. So you'd be willing to endure incessant flashbacks to the stolen base for the possibility of of Dave Roberts crushing our dreams this year. I'm gonna see it no matter what. <laughs> 
So for it to at least have some sort of meaning, like, oh, by the way, this story does have a happy ending, though. In 2018, when the Boston Red Sox were about to win a World Series, Dave Roberts and the Dodgers snatched it away from him. Yes, that would help. That would be helpful, and I would totally be okay with that because that's just the type of person I am. <laughs> oh, man. I, the, you know, the, the fact that, that this whole run is just tying Yankee fans into knots, it's, it's, really, it's really special. I, 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 don't, I don't think there's been, other than 2004, I don't think there's been a playoff run that has angered Yankee, Red Sox playoff run that has angered Yankee fans more. There have been a few Yankee playoff runs that have Yankee angered Yankee fans more, but I, I can't think of any other, you know, 2007, 2013, I don't think uh, those got under the skin of Yankee fans as much as this has, and, and it's been, every minute it's just been absolutely tremendous. <laughs> It's it's 100% true, though, and that's what makes you, as a Yankees fan, what makes you mad about it is, to me, up and down the roster, and if you went down the 40-man roster of both those teams, I I think the talent is completely even. Like, different matchups are different, but I think the actual talent is completely even. And when, and you're playing the same teams. It's, It's not like... They're not playing the same teams. They each get to play the Reds and the Marlins this year and the Rays and the Orioles. And the difference to me all year was Aaron Boone never seemed to make the right choices. They always seemed like the Yankees won in spite of the bad decision Aaron Boone made all year long, whereas it always seemed like the Red Sox were always sparked by a right decision that Alex Cora made. And he turned out to be, you know, three games, two, ten, ten games better of a manager with the same amount of talent as as Alex Cora. And yet Yankee Yankee managers was like, oh, no, we're going to bring all the coaches back and everybody's fine. And Brian Cashman the other day said he'd give Boone straight A's across the board. Well, yeah, because he did everything he told him to do. Yeah, but that's not. I thought that is that is that the goal now? Is that the goal? We're just going to make the front office do their thing, yeah. and and now it's it's not about winning. It's about you know agreeing with the front office. Is that where we're at currently? Yeah, is that- it's about stroking uh, you know Cashman's ego. <laughs> that's why that's what clearly is right now. It seems and you know I'm I'm fine with that. You know, it's still time to hire Joe Girardi. The, the Rangers haven't hired him yet. The Orioles, you know, I, I guess he's, you know, they taught the Rangers have. I don't know if the Orioles have. But wouldn't that be cool if he came back to the division, manage the Orioles? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be. He's going to end up in like. Uh, I hope he doesn't end up in. I hope he ends up in Cincinnati. I hope he goes back to the National League. <laughs> I think the National League is is where it's at for him. Yeah, I, you know, he had success there before he went to the Yankees, so I could see him going back there for sure. Yeah, I could, I could see that, I could see that happening. So you know, that's. <sighs> I hate baseball. I hate it so much. It was oh, baseball used on. to that be. Was, that was absolutely. You know how how else could you spend five hours on the edge of your seat? You know, like other than a game like last night, that was. You know, ruining biases aside, that that's the kind of game where you know I would actually be checking my watch you know, to see how long it's going, but still being like, there's, there's no way I can take my eyes off the steam because something might happen that, that will, you know, everybody will be talking about tomorrow. It's, it's, been, it's been pretty captivating so far. It's been pretty amazing, and the Brewers-Dodgers series has, has been great. It's not going the way I want. I'm rooting for the Brewers, but, you know, and, you know, 
well, how much are they going to have to answer to if they bowl the series? They, they were in the driver's seat. They, they should be up in the series, I, I think. I mean, they could, it's been close enough, you know, the Dodgers could just as easily have closed it out by now, but I think the Brewers have had more opportunities to take control of this series than the Dodgers have, so... Yeah, no, the Brewers the Brewers just got cold at the wrong time. And then yeah. and honestly, the hit them where they ain't thing, you know, the shift really bit them yesterday. Yeah. You know, the the yeah. Dodgers the Dodgers did what we want teams to do in the regular season. They hit it the other way, you know, and, and they just so if if I'm the Dodgers, I'm trying to finish that thing off in game six as quick as possible. By the way, Clayton you you saw Clayton Kershaw pitch a hell of a game and there's been some oh. questions about him in the postseason, so well, David Price is no Clayton Kershaw. Well, no, David Price is no Clayton Kershaw, but you know, it's he's left. He's the only one. If you can redeem David Price, then there is no doubt in my mind that this is this is over. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is absolutely. it was their year. Uh, where are you headed tomorrow night? I will be at the Battle of the Bridge. It's going to be a good one. Looking forward to it. I uh, have a nice little feature on it tomorrow. Unusual position for. Uh, both Lewis and EL, they both know that they're going to play each other again this season. They, they played each other twice, of course, many times in the past. They played two regular season games a year, and they've had some years where they've uh, played in the regular season and ended up meeting in the playoffs. But this is kind of unusual in that uh, it's a throwback where they know they're going to be playing each other again. So uh, be interested to see if... Uh, if either team holds anything in reserve, there's still something to play for, uh, you know, home field uh, in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, it should be a pretty pretty good game, pretty even matchup. Of course, we thought the same thing about last year's game, too, and blew them, blew them out of the water at Bates. So, uh, looking forward to it. should be interesting. Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal. Find him on Twitter, rawmaterial33, or find him at sunjournal.com. I wish I had more time because we talk about Celtics because that would make me happy, but we'll just wait until next week on that. <laughs> yeah, we will do it. Keep that, keep that in reserve. You may actually need it more in a week. I, I, I just might because then at that point I'm going to have to figure out how to not get stuck covering a duck boat parade. All right. I'll see you later. I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you. Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal, sunjournal.com. We'll take a break. One more segment around the bend or one more quarter around the bend. We do four quarters here on the B-List. So I would do two hours, four quarters, three. Yeah, you figured it out. Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster next. B-List Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. W288CW1055 FM, Auburn. WEZRAM1240, Lewiston. WTME AM780, Rumford. This is 105 Sports. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. The 18th annual MBR All-Star Weekend takes place November 17th and 18th at 
Elite, the Augusta Civic Center, presented by Spectrum Healthcare Partners. The weekend consists of the best high school basketball players throughout northern and southern Maine, squaring off from 6th grade to 12th grade. Boys and girls, get signed up now. Find more information at mainebasketballreport.com or at mbr.org. November 17th and 18th, you'll be able to watch the live stream of those games as well at mbr.org. All presented by Spectrum Healthcare Partners. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave moisture control units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's one 800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org. The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations or visit their all new and very popular team pages mbr.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in maine coming in february all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24 7 it's high school sports heaven all aboard mbr.org if you are a coach, a booster, a PTA leader, Maine Athletic Fundraising is the choice to help you make money. Maine Athletic Fundraising works with both high school and youth programs of all ages to make you the most amount of money in the least amount of time. No risk, no minimums. Mark Smith and his staff will walk you through every step of their plan to help you meet your financial goals. Call them today, 207-468-1759, or check them out online, Maine Athletic Fundraising. Delivering on the promise. When it comes to insurance, choose the best. The Shampoo Insurance Group, licensed by more than 30 companies, including Ohio Mutual Insurance Group, Shampoo will customize a quality, affordable policy for your home and auto. Visit Shampoo Insurance in Lewiston, Pinkham Agency in Farmingdale, 
Rogers Agency in Lisbon Falls, and People's Agency in Monmouth. Delivering all